Hi everyone, Layla here. Before we get into today's episode, I should explain that this will not be our usual episode. This is the first of two parts of a special Dungeons and Dragons campaign set in a lady science world called Herbarium Heist. Your hosts are playing magic-wielding scientists and are joined by some special guests and fun historical cameos. And we hope that you have as much fun listening to this as we did making it. Dark times have descended upon London. A cholera epidemic has torn through the city, killing hundreds and instilling fear in every quarter. Every quarter, except among the elite, that is. Expensive theatres are still operating. The great exclusive colleges are still teaching classes. And the hallowed scientific institutions of the city are still humming along. There are rumours that the well-heeled have some immunity to the disease, but little is known for certain. Darker, more arcane whispers are sometimes heard on the street that there is dark magic afoot. The centre for all this controversy and suspicion is Kew Gardens, a lush walled oasis where the city's scientific elite are meeting this very evening to celebrate a lavish gala in honour of the garden's curator, the storied botanist Joseph the Director. Tonight, all the most famous scientists will gather at the herbarium inside the garden. Four intrepid lady scientists have come here to discover the secret inside, to determine if these denizens of London's upper crust do in fact have a cure for the dreaded disease. And if they do, they are going to steal it back for the people. To pull off this daring heist, they will need all of their cunning and toughness, all of their many years of scientific expertise, and a little magic of their own. Hey, so let's, uh, let's get started. You... You have received a letter, and it came to you bound with a red ribbon and written in a very fine, almost illegible hand. So who would like to read this letter to get started? Uh, I will happily read it if you want. <laughs> okay. My dear madams. I write to you with the gravest of urgency. You will be aware that the city besieged by disease and disorder. You do not, perhaps, know that this plague would be cured but for the greed and selfishness of one man. Your accomplishments are well known to my associates and I, and we request with all due esteem that your assistance in procuring from the herbarium at Kew Gardens a rare tome in which is contained the answers to the mystery of this pestilence. I implore you to come the evening of this Sunday to the herbarium where we might together relieve the director of the secrets he so unjustly withholds from the people of London. I will await you at the servant's entrance to the herbarium near the river. 
Yours most faithfully, M. S. It is Sunday. It is dusk. Long shadows are tracing down the streets of London, and the light is golden. And it is just about time for a gala to begin at Kew Gardens. And you are all arriving at the gate to the gardens in a carriage together. And you can see other people entering the garden. And they're all dressed very finely. And, you know, they look like they're headed for a party. Some of them definitely were pre-gaming it. (laughs) (laughs) So your carriage stops outside the gates to... Uh, the garden and you all get out and stand in front of the gate and if you would please just sort of we can go around and introduce yourself the player and the character that you are playing so Layla you want to start sure I'm Layla and I'm going to be playing Winifred Ruthenium and she likes to be called Freddie And she is a part of London's uh, secret underground of amateur scientists called the Artificers. And they, uh, this group of women has been ostracized cruelly by the Royal Society for their very unconventional ideas. Um, And what they do is that they spend their time trying to harness and unlock the secrets of arcane power through the methods of science. And um, my specialty is alchemy. And I am ready to finally test out my skills in the real world after having to do tests and experiments in secret for all of these years. Awesome. (laughs) I feel like we're friends already. (laughs) Secret society. I love a secret society. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca? Sure. Um, I am Rebecca, uh, and today I am playing Isabel McPherson, who grew up in India. Um, Her father was a British civil servant, and uh, he and also Isabel's mother died under mysterious circumstances. Um... Which is, uh, she would like to uncover, uh, but she also spends her time exploring in, um, the, uh, various parts of the world. Uh, she started her explorations around the world after, um, scaring off various suitors that her other relatives tried to marry her off to, uh, usually because she wanted to go on dramatic hikes through the jungle with them, and they thought this was weird. Um, which she thinks is silly if she can't if they just can't keep up that's their problem Uh, but she has most recently been um, on a trip through the Himalayas and has become an expert in uh, various kinds of alpine uh, and and forest natural uh, plants and uh, terrain and has uh, come to London um, to to show off her discoveries and also to find out what the heck is up with this uh, herbarium meeting. <laughs> okay, Alexis. 
Hello. So I'm Alexis. Uh, I am playing Scapula Jones, uh, who also likes to go by her favorite nickname, Bones. Uh, she is in the family business, which is archaeology, quote unquote. Um, and if you've heard anything different, you've been mistaken. Uh, she is the daughter. <laughs> She's the daughter of the most famous lady thief in the world who also disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Um, she loves the history. She loves a good story and she knows where all the bodies are buried. Uh, she's always traveling with her thieves, <clears throat> her archaeologist tools. <laughs> and she is definitely 100% not a thief. Just for the record. <laughs> Jessica? Um, hi, I'm Jessica Lynn Parsons and I'm playing Henrietta M. Wood. And Henry is a druid. She grew up uh, rich and um, she ventured outside of her family's banner to look at flowers and gather herbs. And as she did that, her druid magic grew. And Isabel and her, I'm, I imagine, are I so. probably buddies <laughs> because she, she after uh, she began to catch some attention from people because her natural remedies seemed to be quite magical and would cure any ailment, um, the London Biologic Institute of Arcana sponsored her to travel the world to further her research. So, Isabel and her probably linked up at some point. Ranger, <laughs> druid, makes sense. Um, and Henry is just one of those chicks who looks great in a dress and a full face of makeup and also yes. can get down and dirty in the mud. I love it. In lieu of having you guys, uh, meet at a tavern and get drunk together, which is the classic party formation. <laughs> um, Jessica already did a lot of work in that respect. So you guys, you guys have been uh, working together for a while. And that's why the letter writer uh, knew to send you uh, the letter. You have a lot of expertise and a lot of experience and a lot of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you are at the gate to the herbarium and uh it is as I said the sun is setting. It's uh dusk is gathering. And what do you do? Well, Isabel, Bones, Freddy, I think it's time we depart the carriage and um see what all of this fuss is about. Yes, yes, I do agree. Although I think I should have a quick look around just to see if there are any shady characters. I mean, besides me, of course. <laughs> right, right. Put on the blinders. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, if I'm allowed to, want to just do a perception check, just like around the gates, make sure, you know, no one's following us as we kind of slip in. Is that, am I allowed to do that? Yeah, roll perception. All right. Let's see. Uh, a 16 plus four. Uh, all right. <laughs> I can do math. 20. 20. A dirty mm, 20. Dirty 20. Percepting the hell out of this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's going to turn out to be like, there's a bush. <laughs> and it's it's very windy. So it's blowing in the wind. 
Uh, well, so with a dirty 20, you can see that, uh, obviously there are people, uh, coming in to the, uh, herbarium, or to the gardens, sorry. The herbarium is inside the gardens. It's one of the locations. So you can see people coming in and they, as I said, they look like they're, uh, ready to party. Um... And you can see them entering into the gate, um, but it is pretty shadowy back behind there, so you don't really see uh, where they're going. And uh, with your dirty 20, you can see uh, just in uh, inside the gate a ways, maybe like a few hundred yards, uh, you can see the lights um, from what looks like a greenhouse uh, ahead of you, you're sort of glimmering in the gloom, um, but you don't see any more people uh, that far in. And you also see that there are some bushes and other uh, <laughs> flora uh, um, sort of edging the side of this path that leads into the garden. And in fact, it is not windy, but they are. Maybe it's just the light playing tricks on you, but they're kind of moving a little. Maybe oh. you're not sure. Okay, okay. So I give y'all all that scoop, uh, and I say, you know, keep let us all keep our wits about us, and also let's keep an eye on those bushes because I I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like they're moving a little bit. I I, I don't know. So someone else should take a look. I just we should watch our backs. Uh, so Freddie's looking, she's listening to what Bones is saying, but, um, she's also like really close to the ground. Like her nose is like really close to the ground. She's looking for, she's looking for something. She's looking for, um, three rocks that she can keep. Can she take some or does she need to do a perception? I mean, are they special rocks? They're just rocks. She's just looking for some rocks. You can pick up some rocks. All right. <laughs> Just checking. So she picks up three um, and she kind of puts them in her hand, looks at them really closely, blows on them, clean them off, and then tucks them quickly in her pocket. Um, a quick question. I'm not sure why we didn't address this earlier, but who is this MS? Does anyone know this person? No, I can't say I can't say that I've come across anyone with such initials on my travels. I knew I once knew a Morgan Smith, hmm. but I don't believe that he would be up to this sort of deception. Could be a Mademoiselle as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, that's very true. The thought has never crossed my mind. I'm going to guess a mademoiselle from the flowery script. Mm. Ah. Mm. A handwriting expert. Glad to have you on board. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to getting anonymous letters from people in my line of work, so this really doesn't concern me. I I think it's fine, honestly. uh, Bones, what exactly is your line of work? Uh, archaeology, of course. I don't know why you would uh-huh. ask that. Uh-huh. And I'm... I, I can't say that I've met many archaeologists mm. who receive letters from anonymous sources. 
Well, I am very advanced in the field of archaeology, <laughs> and so my experiences are probably different from others. <clears throat> uh, moving on, uh, bushes. Don't did I? Has anyone? <laughs> should, should we go in? The bushes. <laughs> I say we should walk in and appear to be as le- as the, the, the least. Um, suspicious looking as possible since we want to sort of get information without anyone knowing exactly why we're here. Um, So look, we're just a bunch of friends, right? We're here to have a good time and enjoy the gala. And um, yes, I think we should keep our eyes peeled for anything extraordinary on on our way in. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Uh, The path ahead of you is pretty narrow so you could walk single file or you could walk two abreast but uh either way let me know what your marching order is we can't walk four people wide down the path (laughs) also i thought you were trying to fly casual (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm going to um link arms with henrietta and and go through like we are going to a lovely party uh, so yes, Isabel and Henrietta link arms and go in giggling. Okay, and then Freddie and Bones behind. Yes. Quick, quick question. Yeah. Are we all? Do we all look like we have proper gala attire on? Because I know I do, but I don't know. I mean, Bones, you're acting kind of sketchy over there. Do you have gala <laughs> attire on? Um. You know what? I actually. I feel like Bones is wearing gala attire, but it's very dark. Um, and and as I walk, you sort of see a quick like flash under like my skirt, just the way that I move. That makes you think that maybe underneath I'm wearing a pair of pantaloons. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm prepared for any and all situations. <laughs> and Freddie's wearing, you can tell that she really tried to dress for a gala but she's also used to like living underground with a bunch of artificers and we're used to like being all dirty and stuff and so you can tell that like she really tried her best but she still has like dirt smudges like on her nose and on her chin and like her fingernails there's like dirt and like dark oil stuff like all around the cuticle she really tried but I mean this is the best she can do Good, good effort. Good effort. Uh, Isabel looks like she belongs, but it's a little, it's a little bit on the simpler side, you know, a little fewer ruffles. Uh, It's, it's very, it's very classy and understated, Um, but like less likely to get caught and stuff, but, um, and, and more, a little bit more comfortable maybe than your average fancy dress. Uh, but is is still more or less on the lines of appropriate dress for this occasion. <laughs> nice. So as you pass through the gate uh, into the garden, um, you see that greenhouse that Alexis, you noticed before, is at the end of the path ahead of you. And there is sort of very thick foliage on either side of the path. Um, sort of like ground cover type of foliage rather than trees. Um, Now that you're inside, you can see that 
maybe it just was the light playing tricks on you. You don't really see anything moving and it's not windy. So you're not really sure what all that was about. But you all do notice that as soon as you go through this gate, all of the um, all of the voices of the people on the street and the clatter of uh, carriage wheels on cobblestones and the sounds of people kind of packing up their stuff for the day and heading home, all of that just fades and it is extremely quiet. And there's no one else here, even though you definitely saw people go through the gate on their way to the party, but you don't see anyone now. What? <laughs> Strangely quiet. Party go? Hmm. I'm not sure, but I don't like how quiet it is. Is anyone else a little nervous? Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I roll an investigation check to see what might be blocking out the noise from everywhere else? Yeah. What are you? What are you investigating? If you're just looking around, like that would be more perception, I think. But if you're Looking at something specific. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look around like like the door frame, like where we just came in. Like okay. just kind of like look. Yeah. I got uh a uh fifteen. Uh you can see that uh very faintly on these uh stone columns on the inside, you know, your inside now turned around looking back at the sort of back of the column. And you can see that there are some very faint uh, carvings in the stone, but you can't make them out. Okay. Uh, Then I'm going to, like, draw everyone's attention to it. Hmm. Mm. Um, I'll roll an arcana check. Oh, bad. Ten. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you see the carvings because Freddie pointed them out, but... (laughs) You don't really have a sense of what they are. Looks like they could be magical. They could also not be magical. <laughs> that's, that's my assessment. That's, that's a, my assessment. That's good. Good. Very good. I say we should just go in the in the greenhouse and um, gather some information, and we can have a gander about outside uh, afterwards. Onwards, I say, from the back of the line. <laughs> <laughs> not the first person. (laughs) Uh, You walk up the path and you approach a very elegant greenhouse with a uh, a sort of main large atrium and then two additional wings, one on either side. Um, It's completely enclosed in large panes of glass that are kind of held together with like a metal frame. And from the outside, you can see that there are plants uh, from floor to ceiling, the whole length of the building, stuffed full of plants. Um, And there's sort of a misty condensation on the windows. In front of you, sort of at the end of the path, uh, is a set of double doors leading into the greenhouse. 
you gonna go in? <laughs> uh, before we go in, um, I want to see if I recognize from out here. I can tell what any of the plants are. You're gonna make a nature check. Uh, roll a d twenty and add four. Cool. Fourteen. Not bad. Uh, you can see. Uh, just sort of taking in the condensation on the glass and some of the plants that are closer, the leaves are kind of pressed up against the glass and you can kind of um, get a feel for it. The, the plants inside are um, like temperate zone plants. Okay. And uh, even though you made a nature check, you do also see uh, next to the door kind of... Uh, Settled in behind some of the outside greenery is a sign that says temperate house. <laughs> Excellent. It's good. The sign is correct. <laughs> you never know. As a museum professional, signage is often uh, uh, incorrect. Sorry. That's Side note true. for Rebecca. <laughs> Uh, so yes, I, I convey this, I notice the sign, but I also take a moment to, uh, look inside and make sure that that seems to be the case. Clearly things tonight, nothing has been what it seems so far. <laughs> fair, fair so enough. no reason to trust silly signage. Uh, and <laughs> I can, I just say, it, you know, I say it's a very, it's a very interesting collection of uninteresting plants mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to have in hmm. in a greenhouse. <laughs> well, I'm excited anyhow. Is the, the door's open? It's not locked? Yeah, it's unlocked. Okay, then Freddy's gonna open it and go inside. And you can see, now that you're inside, there's, like I said, some, uh, Isabel identified some deciduous trees. There's also certain kinds of uh, climbing plants and vines that are scaling the trees up toward uh, the glass ceiling of the greenhouse. There's some things with thorns. There's some things with big broad leaves. A couple of things that have these cool air roots that kind of wrap around the struts of the greenhouse so they can climb to the top. And you note that uh, the inside of it is all open. Um, so there's no doors between the main atrium and the wings. It's just one big open space full of plants. Um, the floor is made of mud and dirt, dirt floor. And um, you can see that there is a path that just sort of goes straight through the greenhouse, through the middle, out to the other side. And there's a door at the other end. Oh, wait, you said it's a mud floor? Are there any, uh, can I look and see if there are any other, like, like footprints that have gone through here? Uh, roll investigation. Okay, let's investigate. Ooh, okay, 18. Oh, that's good. Uh -huh. You kind of, like, come from, you know, the back of the party, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> And you sort of start moving around through the uh, kind of lower canopy plants, uh, looking at this uh, earthen floor very carefully. And at the base of one of the big trees that goes up to the you know, main roof, 
you can see it's not footprints, um, mm. but you see that the floor is disturbed a little bit. Um, mm. There's, it almost looks like you got eighteen, right? Yeah, yeah. It looks like there's something pushing up uh, oh. the dirt from underneath. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so I, I point all of this out and, uh, I say, you know, uh, ladies, uh, I can't help but noticed over here a little disturbance. I think something is hidden from our view and we should take a closer look at it. I can't quite tell what is, I don't know what's pushing up this dirt over here. A trap door? How exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I love parties. This <laughs> is <laughs> so exactly the kind of ladies we are. We're like, yes, there might be a trap door. Cool. Um, so yeah, let's, um, I'd like to um, maybe pull out some gardener tools that I would have hidden under my skirts and maybe like a little spade or something and try to wedge it underneath and, and pop it up to see what it is. Okay. So you get out like a spade and start kind of uh, digging around under this little sort of pushed up part of earth and you find something odd. You uh, see buried under this sort of loose dirt at the top what looks like a, a lock of hair but it's uh, it's gray and it's very curly. And as you're doing this, uh, all of a sudden, you see the earth around this area become even more disturbed. And you something is now actively pushing its way up from under this dirt. And there's a rumbling <gasps> under your feet. Three other oh. sort of piles start emerging from the earth. And uh, as they start coming up, you hear just kind of like a a clacking kind of scraping sound and you see uh, all of these piles have this uh, hair on them. <gasps> this like strange curly hair. Uh, <sighs> and then all of a sudden the one in front of you, Henry, um, uh, dirt sort of like pff, uh, explodes out from the mound and you see a skull <laughs> and it's wearing a very fancy wig. <laughs> what? <laughs> And uh, four skeletons wearing wigs start reaching their hands up out of the dirt and pushing themselves out of the dirt. And you see that they're wearing very fine, but dirty, obviously, muddy, um, <laughs> embroidered frock coats uh, of, a, of an old-fashioned style. And they sort of start climbing out of the ground and I would like all of you to please roll for initiative. Woo! Dang. Oh <laughs> it's on and popping. Wow. I uh, Oh my god, I'm rolling terribly. Yeah, so did I. I 7. Oh no. <laughs> 19. Holy wow, shit. Dang. She's ready. <laughs> Coming in hot. It's yes. got 19. Bones got a 7. Sorry, Bones. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie got a 11. Okay. Uh, Henry also got an 11. Let's get this fight. Okay, Rebecca. Or, sorry, Isabel. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, so... You are uh, first in the order. <laughs> yes, so there are these skeletons, and one of them has popped up, like, right in front of Henry. So uh, I step forward, and I pull my ice axe that is uh, strapped my back behind my dress and pull it out Wonder Woman style and swing it at this, uh, at this particular skeleton. Okay. Uh, roll it. 16. Uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. 10. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) Holy cow. So the skeleton explodes on contact. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you run up, uh, next to Henry and you get your ice hacks out and you just like bring it down on this skeleton's bewigged, uh, skull. And it just goes like straight through his skull. Down through yes. his clavicle, just like the ribs just go like, yes. like this, um, and it's pretty gruesome. Uh, he's mostly legs now, and he's just sort of like staggering around, and he's oh, still trying no. to be fancy. It's really, it's quite, it's upsetting actually. This is very undignifying. <laughs> yeah, it's so. It's so undignified. <laughs> yep. In 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 fact, Isabel notes that is very undignified. <laughs> oh no, it's the Skelly Boy's turn. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the 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 one skeleton that um, popped up right in front of Henry is um, not I not dead, but not really a threat anymore. Um, just sort of missing kind of like the top part of its whole situation. And just kind of like staggering around. Um, it's kind of awful. Um, so to to the right of Henry, there is one skeleton. And to her left, there are two uh, others. So there's three remaining. So the one to the right of Henry is going to uh, step forward and swing his garbagey little short sword uh, in Henry's direction. <laughs> garbagey? Honestly, rude. <laughs> Rude. It's like rusty and covered in mud and like chipped and stuff. I mean, it's a skeleton. That's 15. 15 does hit. You are going to take uh, six. <gasps> How piercing dare damage. you? <laughs> what? So he swings his sword at you and whacks you on the shoulder pretty hard. It hurts. Oh. Oh. Not okay. <laughs> I don't uh, like it. So that means it's Freddy's turn. Okay. And there's the three left and then the one just like rambling around on its legs? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull out my the three stones that I gathered before and I'm going to hold them in my hand and I'm going to whisper an incantation. I'm going to cast magic stone on them. Hmm. Ah. I'm going to uh, hurl one of them at, I guess, just like the next closest skeleton to me. Okay, we'll say that's the worst one to the left of Henry. Okay, Um, so I'm going to make a ranged spell attack, which would be a 17. Does that hit? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That super hits. And this guy is going to take eight points of damage. 
Oh my okay. god. What is the does what does the rock look like when you magic it? Does it still just uh, look like a rock? <laughs> uh there's not instructions about that, but I am going to say <laughs> that it glows a um a lovely violet color as mm. I speak magic into it. You throw this little rock at the skeleton and it hits him in the chest and he kind of like looks down and a, a lovely purpley lavendery glow starts spreading around uh, <laughs> uh, his chest and he starts sort of like shuddering and um, some of the bones of his fingers uh, just sort of fall off. Yes. <laughs> and you see like uh, ribs kind of dropping out from under the... <laughs> The frock coat, and he's just sort of crumpling a little bit. This is what he deserves. Yeah. He uh, he is in a similar state to the other one. (laughs) Uh, Henry, it's your turn. Oh, no, you don't. And I'm going to cast Spike Growth, which will... um, I'll I'll kind of take the, the existing plant life around me in the greenhouse and um, pull them into twists and hard spikes and thorns around the skeletons. And um, the area will become difficult terrain for the next uh, 10 minutes. (laughs) And uh, so I guess on their turn, if they move, they will take 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet they travel. I would like to get out of melee. Is that going to provoke an opportunity attack? Well, no, because they're entangled. Cool. <laughs> yes. Okay, plants, um, do your best work and get back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're out of melee range of the skeletons. Yeah, trying to avoid ripping my dress. Okay, uh, bones. <laughs> All it right. Is your turn. So Bones is nonplussed by this in her in her line of work. She encounters a lot of skeletons and they're not always happy to see her. Uh, So (laughs) she also has weapons strapped to her back. She whips out a crossbow. She uh, turns and she's aiming for the skeleton that uh, I guess the only skeleton that hasn't been attacked. Yes. Yeah. There's one at the far. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. The, to the, the far left. The spike growth is in a twenty foot radius, so it should Ooh. yeah it should catch all of the skellies, but they haven't been hurt yet. Ooh. Okay. So it yeah. should catch. Wouldn't that catch everybody else though? Well, I centered it on a range that would avoid my comrades. Isabel was still in melee range of the one. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, in that case, while I already cast it, I, I would have also said, <laughs> Isabel, don't move! <laughs> okay, you've got plants uh, kind of crawling all around you, and they're not hurting you, but they are keeping you in place. And if you move, they will hurt you. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, well, we'll see what we can do about it. Uh, yeah, so Bones whips out her crossbow, and she says... Ugh, not today. Uh, and she fires said... <laughs> Whoa. She fires said crossbow natural 20, baby. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> bones is coming in hot, okay? Get him, Bones! 
Yeah. So Excellent. I, I fire that crossbow. <laughs> uh, and um, I also, because I am a rogue, a roguish type figure, uh, after I fire that crossbow, um, I use my uh, cunning action to, uh, to uh, disengage, to sort of like step back out of the, just like for even further away from the, the plant, sort of seeing what's going on. Uh, did you, uh, roll damage on your crossbow? Oh, yeah. Let me roll damage on that. Um, so 12 damage. Uh, yeah. He, uh, the skeleton basically explodes when, uh. That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. When the, um, crossbow bolt hits him, um, it's like the explosion is such, of such force that, uh, it just, like, shreds his, Frock coat and his wig goes flying and lands uh behind him in the branches of a tree. Um okay, so you have uh and you can see uh all you can see is um one skeleton arm uh waving around in this like uh mass of plants that Henry has conjured to hold them there and it's just kind of flopping around. I say take that. We're back to the top of the order, Isabel. It's your turn. You have basically just like pieces of skeletons left uh, that are entangled. And just so you know what your situation is, if you move, you will take damage from the plants. Um, If the skeletons try to move, they will be basically killed by the plants. So you you don't even really have to do anything. I was, I, I think that I am just gonna hang out and be like, <laughs> okay, finish him off, girls. As the thorns are like reaching up around your ankles, I'm like, ah, stop <laughs> that. Don't, don't touch her. Don't. Not her. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's the Skelly's turn. What is the sort of passive damage on this, Henry? Uh, if they move. They will take 2d4 piercing for every five feet they travel. Okay. Um, they're so how dumb are they? Most of them are are just animated chunks of bones now. They don't even have skulls. (laughs) Um, they are all three going to try to uh advance. So, will you roll uh three three damages for me? I'd love to. So 2d4 for each one, they're going to move five feet? They're just going to start heading toward you, try to get out of the you plant situation. That is seven on the first one, five on the next one, and four on the following. That takes them all out. (laughs) Yes! Good job! Way to go! Good job, ladies. Freddie's going to stand there, and she's going to look at them, and she's going to say, Dust to dust, motherfuckers. <laughs> Freddy. That's, exa- that's exactly what happens. They sort of like start to try to wriggle out of the plants and the plants just sort of like, like twist around them and just kind of like pull taut and just like uh, pulverize the skeletons. And I'll, uh, I'll drop the concentration on that so Isabel can... 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. All that remains are the shreds of the fancy frock coats. Um, one wig is in the tree. <laughs> the other two are on the ground. <laughs> you have defeated my skeletons. <laughs> I dust myself off and say, well, this is going to be an interesting adventure. Can Freddie go get that rig, that wig Ooh. that flew off? Yes, <laughs> yeah. honey. For yeah, sure. get all Freddie's of them. Freddie's going to go get that wig and wear it. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Somebody going to press the digitation mat and get the dirt <laughs> off? It looks rough. I, love I it. would if I had it. <laughs> uh, Freddie, that's a bit morbid, don't you think? <laughs> She's going like, to be like, you know, fluffing it up, trying to make it look real nice. And she's going to be like, is it? <laughs> there was literally just on a buried skeleton. <laughs> just don't tell anyone. There's like dirt and twigs kind of streaming out of it as you're I think you're Phil noticed. It. I just... Uh, she's been living underground. <laughs> I just shrug. I'm like, you know what? They're dead. They can't use it. Bones, you barely even reacted to this situation. You seem like you've been around this sort of thing before. Well, as an archaeologist, occasionally I find myself in tombs where... The residents are not always pleased to see me. So I come prepared. Ladies, <laughs> I say we keep our wits about us. Agreed. Um, I'd like to just do kind of a general arcana or investigation check on the area to see why these skeletons were buried oh, yeah. here. Like, or, or this trap, this, I guess it wasn't a trap door, but like why they're in this area the compartment that they were in or buried there yeah roll it um let's see i can roll either or arcana or investigation yeah whichever let's see what's better oh they're the same so i will roll oh that's better what is this oh <gasps> that was an yes! actual funny <laughs> yes nice. i love you uh you like how, like how old they were, maybe, or like how long ago they were buried. Yeah, or, you can tell. Or yeah. like why they have the wigs. You can tell um, looking at the sort of remains of their clothing that um, it's sort of like a nobleman's clothing from like the 18th century. So um, these dudes have been dead for quite a while now. Um, the wigs and stuff. Uh, one of the wigs you see, um, uh, now that you can kind of get a better look at it and it's not atop a skeleton that's trying to kill you, you can see that one of these wigs wasn't the sort of gray that you uh, saw the other ones, but it was actually a very uh, beautiful sort of um, pale auburn gold color. <gasps> hmm. And... Uh, Does Freddie want that one? <laughs> Yeah, that's the one Freddie's wearing, because as Freddie kind of like shook the dirt out of it, you can see that that one is uh, different. And now that Freddie's wearing it, you it's like you have this sense of like, it looks very familiar to you. You think you've probably seen this mm. wig in a painting mm. before, oh. but you're not, maybe you're not 100% sure who it is, but it's definitely like... It looks like the wig of someone you've seen in a portrait somewhere. 
Okay. But you can't really place it. There's something very familiar about it, though. Can I roll a history check on myself for the to see myself in this wig? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're just like, you're looking in the, uh, you know, it's getting dark outside. So you I can, can look in the glass, Yeah, right? you can look in the glass and, okay. and have, a, have a glance at yourself. Uh, that's going to be a 14. I, I will send you an image <gasps> of what you remember oh. when you look in the mirror. <gasps> Sir Isaac Newton! <gasps> I, I, I don't know what it says, guys, that I know Sir Isaac Newton by sight. <laughs> <laughs> Which for Freddie being an alchemist is very into this and yeah. will never take off this wig ever. <laughs> <laughs> now feeling like just invigorated with the spirit of Isaac Newton through his wig. <laughs> we'll say, shall we continue? Uh, are you going to wear that wig into the gala? <laughs> yes. Well... All right. We will no longer be blending in, that's for certain. Uh, I think that was doubtful. Our chances of that were already pretty low, ladies. I think that's probably true. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll just try to calm it out the best I can with my fingers, trying to make her look a little more like a lady. Lost cause. There, there, there you go. That's 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 a bit better. Um, all right. Shall we? Hi all, this is Freddie, your friendly neighborhood alchemist, and I hope you're enjoying part one of Herbarium Heist. The special episode is part of our spring pledge drive on Patreon. From April 20th through 27th, we are asking you to help us raise our rates for writers and editors. Our current rate for writers is $100, and we would really like to double that rate to $200 in order to pay writers a more competitive rate for their fantastic and thoughtful work. We are entirely reader and listener supported, so we can only do this with your help. And if you make a monthly pledge during our pledge drive, you will receive a thank you postcard with the map of Kew Gardens, adapted for this role-playing campaign and illustrated by our very own co-editor-in-chief, Anna Reeser. So head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash ladyscience to make a pledge now. Please spread the word, share these special episodes with your family and friends. All of this helps Lady Science grow. And now, back to Herbarium Heist. Hey, are you you're leaving the greenhouse? Yep. Okay. Through the other side, yeah. right? Yeah. Through going beyond? Okay. Uh, so you exit the greenhouse, and there's lots of plant life everywhere. That'll always be the case. But um, here on the back side of the greenhouse, it's more like a meadow. Um, and they're like uh, tall grasses and wildflowers. And there is a narrow path that winds through the meadow uh, uh, from the back of the greenhouse. And uh, it just sort of twists off to your left. And then you kind of can't see where it goes because of the grasses and stuff are obscuring the direction of the path. But there, there, isn't, a, uh, there isn't another path. There's just one that leads away from the greenhouse. Hmm. 
Are, are we getting the general idea that this is where people are going? You haven't seen any people since you entered the garden. And you haven't heard them either. Okay, so not suspicious at all. Well, let's remember the letter. M.S. said that they will await us at the servant's entrance to the herbarium near the river. Yes. So maybe we should make our way towards the river. I think that's a good plan. Yes. Um, is Isabel? Yes? Do you think you could tell where the river might be? What direction? Mm. Can you hear it or smell it? I don't know. Let me investigate. Or you could make a survival check. Uh, yeah, I'll do a survival check. Yes. Sorry. I meant investigate metaphorically. Yeah, you're fine. Um, I was looking yes. at the wrong sheet. Let me do a <laughs> metaphorical investigation. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, let me uh, survival check. Oh, can I help her? I'll just help her by... Uh... I'll, I'll walk off in like a kind of a, an opposite direction of her to lend my ear and nose to figuring out where this river is. Nice. If you want to roll it advantage, Isabel. Yeah, roll it again. Yes. I got nine that time. <laughs> oh, oh no. I made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> my perfume is too strong. Uh, yeah, you can't really point a direction toward the river. Um, you... I mean, you s- smell water, but also the garden is full of water. So it's not something that you can really pinpoint. Well, I suppose all we can do is continue down this path. Okay, so you walk down the uh, path leading away from the greenhouse, and you can hear little sort of evening insects chirping and clicking and peeping from the grasses and wildflowers to either side of the path. And you follow the path 10 minutes or so. You can see in the distance um, a stand of trees uh, and there's some light in the trees and you can't really make out what it is, but you can see there's kind of light coming from inside this kind of grove of pine trees that is rising up at the edge of the meadow that the path is going through. Maybe this is the party. Still don't uh, hear much of a party. Yes. <laughs> right, there's no general merriment coming through the trees there. No. It's just, just a bit of odd light. I think we should perhaps take a closer look, but... Let's keep to the shadows and keep a very low profile so whatever the light is in those trees mm. doesn't notice us. Um, shall we roll yes, for stealth? Yes, I yeah. think we Everybody shall. Everybody roll me stealth, please. 19. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I rolled terribly. <laughs> yeah, 18. Oh, boy. I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. So, sorry. <laughs> So, not your strength. 18 Stealth is well. not my strong suit. <laughs> what did you roll, Rebecca? 18. Oh. Wearing a lot of jewelry. Plants, hello, I'm here. Yeah, everybody else just sort of like um, melts off of the path uh, into the into the meadow and just sort of makes for the tree line very quietly. And you 
look like you're sneaking, but you're walking up the path. <laughs> you're doing it very sneakily, but you're just like walking directly into the grove of trees. Where Where is everyone? You're really good at this. <laughs> Hello? Henry. I'm like hissing Great. at her. Henry, over here. <laughs> where, where? Where are you? I can't see. He's so good at this. It's not <laughs> sneaky if we keep whispering at her. All right, so we're making our way, and I am not stealthy walking all the time. You tried. <laughs> you tried. You all sort of, like, uh, emerge into the trees. You're kind of, like, spread out now um, to either side of Henry, who is walking on the path. And it's darker in here. Uh, the sun is still going down, but now it's quite shady and cool uh, under these trees. And now that you're uh, inside the tree line, you can see um, ahead of you uh, where the path is leading is to a little cottage in the sort of center of this grove of trees. And you can see there's warm gold light uh, kind of pouring out of all of the windows. Um mm. It's a little two-story cottage, and uh, there's smoke coming out of the chimney. And somewhere along the roof line on the left side of it, you can see um, light kind of, like, uh, emerging from the top of the roof. And you can see between the trees a kind of um, something reflective, kind of, like, goldish glimmer there at the top of the roof. That's what you see from where you are. Ooh. Very interesting. Very interesting. Do there seem to be any people inside? Like, are there any shadows or anything that would indicate anything inside? You can't tell from where you are. Okay. Uh, can Freddie wants to stealth up to the window and look inside? Okay, roll it. Um, a thirteen. <laughs> Uh, you get all the way up to the window and, uh, you do step on a twig and it is oh. pretty loud. Oh, oh, there you are. Hi. <laughs> How'd you get way up there? <laughs> Where are the other two? And you, uh, sort of put your nose up to the glass of the first floor window and peer inside. Okay. And you see a like dining table with like a teacup and some papers on it um and off to the side you can see like a sofa and a couple of um old sort of tatty armchairs uh around the fireplace um but that's kind of all you can see from the angle you don't see anybody well it looks like someone lives here maybe we can ask them where the party is that's a really good idea um the other two i hope they i hope they're okay <laughs> Maybe they went around back. Ah. <laughs> That's a plan. We'll go around the front. They can go around the back. <laughs> yeah, I... Um, Bones is not ready to reveal her position just yet. Uh, Bones, in her line of work, is used to being very sneaky for long periods of time. Uh, and she... My Bones does not appreciate being caught off guard. Um... So yeah, Bones kind of wants to stealth around towards the side of the around the side of the cottage just to kind of see if there's 
um, other windows to peer in. Like she's trying to get a sense if there's somebody like in the house in one of the rooms that we can't see. Uh, I was just going to say, you can look around the house and um, you don't see anybody on the first floor. Okay. <laughs> Bones uh, has something called second story work. We're climbing is listen time to break out those pantaloons yeah yeah Yeah. truly she like takes her skirt lifts it rolls it and like tucks it in so she's got her pantaloons on um and uh she wants to see if she can just sort of leap and climb up to the second story and and peek in those windows and see what's going on Because you gave me the power. Oh, DM is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, this is a very good image. <laughs> I love this game because no one ever does what you expect them to do. No, no, um, never. <laughs> will you, uh, this is very perfunctory, but make an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> uh, a, a dirty 20. Jesus. All right, yeah, you, uh, you very quietly and very sneakily and very thiefily yes. uh, jump up, grab the bottom of the windowsill of the second story window, and just sort of pull yourself up and peek over it. And inside, you see that the second story is like all one room. Yeah. And at the very far end of the room, you can see some kind of... Um, some kind of mechanical apparatus. You can see like a big uh, wheel uh, oh. and some gears and stuff. And uh, in front of that, you see um, uh, a sort of like big sort of drafting table uh, style of desk. And at that desk, you see an extremely old woman uh, oh. who is hunched over the <gasps> desk writing in... Um, a book that is laying open on the desk and there's some candles and lamps around lighting up the room and the rest of the room is full of books and roll like big bold uh charts or maps or something you can't see um Mm. a couple of other tables that are stacked with books and maybe some like uh, uh like leather cases um like instrument cases some things like that and so you see this this very old woman working by uh, candlelight, writing something. Whoa. I love an old woman who can't be trusted. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. I thought you were just going to leave it at, I love an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love an old woman. Um, yeah, I, I want to like slowly and quietly lower myself back down. Um, and, uh, go meet up with the rest of the, the ladies and give them the scoop. Um, as Bones comes up to the others, um, I finally sneak out of the, uh, um, the trees and come towards them <gasps> and go, <"Boo!" laughs> and then I laugh hysterically. Isabel. <laughs> Not so sneaky. This is fun. Freddie's wig like jumped off her head just a little bit in a very cartoonish way because she was so scared. And now it's a skew. Love a good party. Love a yes. good adventure party. Oh, I, I, I gently adjust your wig and I am like, 
Ladies, <laughs> we do have company upstairs on the second floor. So there is someone in the cottage. Not sure if we can trust her. She appears to be a little old lady. And right now she's working hmm. diligently writing in some notebook. And I sort of described the wheels and all of that kind of stuff um, that I that I saw up there. MS said in her and her his letter um th- their letter um that they want assistance in procuring a rare tome oh in which contained the answers to this mystery so i mean while this journal or whatever she's writing in might not be this rare tome she could have information on this we should who among I us agree. is good at peopling (laughs) i've been living underground for like 20 years but i can give it a shot yeah you have bad charisma okay before before we go with that thank you thank you for volunteering um anyone else good with people you guys all have terrible charisma i apologize That's why I was like, someone um, who isn't me. Yeah. That's someone, all bad. Yep. Nope. You know what we should do? All of us seem to have particular strengths, right? Um, and this this woman, we should just go in together, be amenable, and sort of read the room. You know, what, is she a bit spookier? Then perhaps yeah. Bones could talk to her. Is she kind of... Wacky and and um loves wigs. <laughs> Freddy, you're the one. Otherwise, I can take it. It's all coming up, Freddy, baby. <laughs> I like this. Plan. I say between the four of us, one of us will be able to relate to this old woman. Agreed. Wise course of action. I mean, to be to be fair. Much like us, if she is an old woman who is uh, very focused on her studies, then then perhaps she just has uh, unusual interests and and will recognize someone uh, uh, of of similar unusualness. Also, she's old. I think we can take her. <laughs> Freddie goes and knocks on the door. You hear a very faint thunk. That sounds like it came from, from kind of like deep inside the house. And then you hear what I'm going to call some exasperated footsteps uh, coming down a, a wooden staircase. Okay, sounds like uh, one of us. And uh, all of a sudden the door swings wide and the old woman that Bones saw upstairs is standing in front of you. She's wearing a black gown with a very sort of severely starched collar your sort of typical um old lady of the past kind of outfit (laughs) and uh typical she looks she looks mad (laughs) she opens the door and she looks at all of you and she just says what (laughs) Uh, can we commit Come in? I put my thumbs up. Yeah, good. (laughs) Who are you? And why are you knocking on my door at this late hour? I'm working. I suddenly remember that my skirt is still tucked into my pantaloons. So I (laughs) 
<laughs> I untuck it and smooth it down uh, and clear my throat. And uh, I, I say, well, not to disturb you or alarm you, ma'am. We're just out here doing a perimeter check and uh, making sure that everything's okay. We've heard some disturbances and we just want to make sure that you are safe. But my eyes are like wide as saucers as I'm saying this. <laughs> and Freddie looks at her and just starts winking, just like winking continuously. Like, yes, this is it. This is it. Isabel steps forward to make another attempt and, and says, are you aware that there are some skeletons in your greenhouse? Well, there aren't any anymore, but there were. Sorry about that. And I'll say, I'll step up and say, are you going to the gala later? <laughs> Meet you there. <laughs> but could we perhaps come in for a cuppa beforehand? Well, I was going to have you guys do an encounter here, but I think she's just going to shut the door in your face. <laughs> no, 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 she's not. <laughs> Honestly, we would deserve that. She just sort of like looks at all of you and is slightly overwhelmed by your overwhelming manner. <laughs> and she's... Uh, People skills. She looks at you, Henry, and she says, of course I'm not going to the gala. For one thing, I'm working. And for another thing, it's just a bunch of of, of foppish, uh, fancy boys getting drunk. And I'm busy. I would never go to such a thing. Well, uh, well uh, as far as I was aware, I could be wrong. Um, all the most famous scientists will be gathering at the herbarium site. <laughs> Are you not a scientific woman? Famous scientists? You mean men? M might I ask your name, madam? Hmm. I suppose you might if you must. It's Caroline Herschel. And you <gasps> really are disturbing my work. What is it that you want? Bones gasps and says, Astronomy, your work, you are... Oh, so the equipment upstairs, that's for... I mean, not that I saw the equipment upstairs, Bones. but... I can't believe it's an honor. It's really an honor. <laughs> she uh, she does look swayed by that, but she doesn't want to admit it. She yes. Says, well, I was about to make some tea anyway. You better come inside. <laughs> she beckons you inside and uh, starts setting about making tea. And she asks you, she says, so she says, uh, she says, "What are you doing here then? You're a long way from the gala. If that's your if that's your goal, how did you oh, get stuck really? here? I think we just went the wrong way." <laughs> she like sets down a tray of tea and she like puts her hands on the table and she looks at all of you very severely. In turn, taking in your accoutrement <laughs> and your whole setup and your wig and <laughs> your dirty fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> And she says, you don't have an invitation, do you? I mean, define uh, invitation. I mean, I... <clears throat> so uh, we have you don't. An, we have an invitation. Yes. But it may or may not be to the 
Gala specifically. Indeed. Let me see what it is you have. Freddie pulls out the the letter, and it's got like nasty stain marks from her fingers, like all over it. <laughs> <laughs> she says yuck and takes it from you. <laughs> She's so disappointed. <laughs> she reads. She opens the little rolled up note and she reads it and she looks at all of you and she says who are you uh, i'm a botanist um my name is henrietta what about you what about you you're some kind of miner or laborer you're awfully dirty <laughs> <laughs> i am an alchemist and i suppose the two of you are also lady scientists of some kind bones i'm an archaeologist only archaeology which is my interest and passion and work uh, it, it is a pleasure to meet you uh miss uh miss herschel uh i uh, am isabel mcpherson and uh i am a naturalist and world traveler Interesting. And you're going to this gala for which you do not have an invitation. She hands it back to you. <laughs> uh, for what reason, then? Well, as you can see, it's of a very grave matter. Uh, obviously, you're aware of the um, the cholera epidemic that's been happening in London. And we seem to think that there's something darker and arcane happening um, because it doesn't seem to have affected the inner circles of, of London. And as scientists and as um, functioning members of the society who have a greater interest oh, in the good of my all people, goodness. we think it is my our goodness, responsibility. Darling. All right, you know what? I understand. <laughs> 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 she says... Uh, uh, I'll like, I'll uh, abashedly take yes. a sip of my tea. Well, you'd better come upstairs. So she she just she says you better come upstairs and then just turns around and goes upstairs. <laughs> so, Bones immediately you, follows follow? and Excitedly it's like follow after. Yeah, yeah. Bones <laughs> is like stairs. Okay, these are these are good. Interesting, interesting way of getting to the second floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Yes. Dashes up the stairs. Okay. Uh, as you get upstairs, uh, she is going through her shelves and rummaging around uh, looking for something. And you're all kind of just standing around behind her while she's doing this. And she says, uh, well, since you don't have an invitation, no doubt the director will have made you take the long way around. And it will be very difficult for you to get to the herbarium at all, much less do whatever it is you think you're going to do when you get there. I have something you can take with you. It probably won't even help you. And she takes down a, a little uh, leather case uh, that has an embossed kind of image of a comet on the front, on the top. And she opens the latch and she shows it to you. And inside there is like a very pale blue uh, crystal that's like about this long. And it's sort of nestled in a little velvet uh, pouch. And she holds it out to you. And she says, now, I do have so much work to do. So if you will just show yourselves out, this may be of use to you. Don't bother bringing it back. It's fine. 
Mostly, I just want you to leave. What, what does it do? What is it? Uh, it's just a little crystal wand. It has three charges of magic missile. Oh, nice. Uh, Bones is, like, shocked to be having someone give something freely and is, like, immediately just, like, snatches for it. Just, like, and then, like, kind of draws her hand back and is, like, sorry, force of habit, force of habit. Uh, (laughs) Someone should take this. Raises her eyebrows and hands the box to Isabel and says, please, please go. (laughs) I'm so busy. I I take the box and say, I'm sorry, sorry. Let's go. Could you could you not tell anyone we were here? Oh, sure. <laughs> I will not be answering the door for the rest of the night. You have no idea how much math I have to do right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. One more thing, Ms. Herschel. Which way is the ah. river? Uh, well, you can get... I mean, you could go... Uh, you're not going to the river, though. You're going to the herbarium. Are you not? Well, we're supposed to... Uh, you saw the letter. We're supposed to meet someone by the um The river runs birds. all along the edge of the garden, but the herbarium is all the way at the other end of the garden from my home. So like I said, the director has made you take the long way. I expect if you had an invitation, things would have been different. I don't know what this accent is I've decided on for Caroline. <laughs> I think this is the one that I picked I out like for it. the villain. So who knows? <laughs> How, can you at least point us back to the path? Can you help us get back on the path, please, Miss Herschel? If you will just please leave my observatory by way of the stairs and then go out the back door. If you just follow that path, uh, it'll get you there eventually. Freddie starts bowing and like bowing while walking backwards out the door. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> There's stairs behind you. Oh, God. I guess Freddy <laughs> fell down the stairs. Oh, God. <laughs> Do I need a roll damage? <laughs> yes, one flight of stairs is 1d10, right? I took six points of damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> Freddy! Oh, Freddy! I'll cast um, I'll cast Goodberry, because that seems to be, like, a thing we, we would probably need tonight. So, um... How many do I get? Ten berries. Okay, I'll hand you. Uh, I'll hand you two berries. <laughs> okay. What do I do with? What do I just eat them? What do I do with them? Yeah, you eat them, and then they give you one hit. Oh, point sweet. Each. Caroline just like slams the door at the top of the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that if you go around behind the staircase, there's a door that leads out to the back garden. I I think that the great Carolyn Herschel might be just a little bit annoyed with us. What makes you think that? Well, we are a bit annoying. <laughs> Freddy's going to walk towards the back door and open it and say, shall we? We shall. As you walk out uh, the back door, um, Bones, you hear a kind of like, kind of like clicking sound like from behind you and above you. I, I turn around. <laughs> You turn around and you look up to the roof of Caroline's cottage and you see that the, the all the mechanisms that you saw when you looked through the window, you can see they kind of come up out of the roof. There's like a section of the roof that's open and you hear 
you see a big wheel turning and you see a big, shiny, brass telescope. Wow. Looking up out of the roof of the cottage and you can hear, you gather that Caroline is adjusting the, the telescope. Uh, it's a big 20 foot reflector. Well, it looks like we didn't ruin her whole night. So I think that's, that's really good. I think we should keep going. You're headed through the woods uh, along the path that she set you on. And the thick kind of pine trees that surround her cottage start to thin out and you see more different kinds of trees kind of uh, interspersed in with them. And the woods start to thin out a little bit uh, as you walk along. And... Uh, who has the highest passive perception? That's probably Bones, right? Uh, mine is 14. Yeah, so you, you, Bones, can hear just kind of like evening woodland sounds. Mm-hmm. Nothing threatening. <laughs> okay. You also hear what sounds like, maybe, you're not sure, maybe water, but not running water waves Mm. you're not sure okay and as you all are walking along all of a sudden from behind you you hear uh and through the kind of leaves and pine needles in the forest you hear the pitter patter of really small feet and a uh from behind you just like sprinting full tilt uh and like weaving through the trees and then weaving through between your legs uh, a tiny uh, little white dog that's like this big. He's like a little kind of like terrier sort of thing. You, you, it's moving really fast. Little dog uh, zooms past you and uh, runs off uh, into the woods and disappears ahead of you. I, what? So. I, I, I'm completely like, what, what? What's going on here? Uh, did anyone else see that dog or was it just we all saw the the dog but right? there, there there was a dog Freddie is already chasing the dog <laughs> <laughs> not even there to hear your question anymore Freddie is just chasing after the dog uh, uh, Freddie come back no we like, don't that's a dog <sighs> so I start running after Freddie are uh Henry and Bones gonna follow I. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't want to split the party. Yeah. Um, but maybe maybe a little bit more reluctantly, like, ugh, yeah. here we go. Freddie is trying everyone's patience, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you, you begin a mad chase through the woods, running after this little dog, and you, uh, you can kind of see it sort of, like, bobbing through the trees ahead of you, but it's keeping, like, a pretty good uh, distance. And it's leading you out of the woods around Caroline's house, um, sticking mostly to the path so you're kind of running along the path as well and uh, as the woods thin out uh, the path opens up and you see that it is it runs alongside uh, a big body of water, a lake there's a shoreline there with a few uh, trees and rocks and things and the little dog is kind of bouncing around uh, uh, between all of these things still running pretty much full tilt um, and 
uh, in the distance now that the trees have cleared, you can see another small cottage. Uh, kind of a similar situation where you can see that there's light in the windows and you can see that there's smoke in the chimney. Uh, and the uh, little dog jumps over a rock and disappears. Make a perception check for me, Layla, since you're in the front of the, the chase. Twelve. Uh, you you see the dog leap over the rock, and you there's a tree right behind the rock, and then it's basically like right on the edge of this lake, and behind it you see this cottage. Uh, you think you see a figure behind that tree? You're not sure. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna wait for the rest of the party to catch up to me, and then tell them that I think I see someone standing over there. Cool. I, I get to you first, and I'm like, Freddie, don't do that. We have to. But did you see the cute little dog? <sighs> <laughs> Bones is like, are we just going to keep running into people? <sighs> I'm like <laughs> panting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys are all, you're maybe like, uh, 20 yards away from this cottage now and uh, there's these like trees and boulders and things at the edge of the lake where the cottage is situated and um, you're all looking in the direction that Freddie pointed and uh, from behind a tree uh, the figure that Freddie saw uh, emerges from behind the tree and kind of like climbs over the rocks and it's a woman and she's holding the white dog in her arms. Can I pet your dog? <laughs> <laughs> Say, that she says, is... oh, hello. Oh, look at you. Oh, lovely. Oh, oh, just, oh, goodness. Wow, you do have quite a lot of weapons. Well, oh, that'll probably come in handy. Oh, look at, oh, look. Are you wearing pantaloons under there? I, Very I... practical. <laughs> I, who are you? Oh, oh, so rude of me, so rude of me. I'm Mary, Mary Anning, and this is Trey, my dog. Surely you've heard of me. Do you see, look, uh, there's some of my latest acquisitions drying up there on the roof of my cottage. And you can see uh, uh, on the roof of the cottage behind her, there are some bones strewn out on the roof. Those should be done, I would say. Yes, by the end of next week, I think. Then I'll take them inside and make some drawings. Lovely, 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 lovely. Bones' attention is like, like just like I can't even respond to the conversation. I'm just looking at these bones. Like, what is it? Where did? I wonder what pit they came. Okay. Like, oh, I see you're a, I see you're a connoisseur, my dear. Excellent, excellent. Well, I wish I had time oh, to show you all of my collections. They are really quite spectacular. However, Trey has just been at Caroline's and he told me what you're doing and what your mission is. And I think the best thing to do is to get you right along on your way. The, the, the dog told you. Oh, yes, of course he did. He's very it, smart. Oh. Trey barks. <laughs> it's cute. Sure, not the weirdest thing that's happened tonight. So let's go with that. No, I wouldn't think so. No, no. <laughs> Do you know about the skeletons in oh, the... Oh, the skeletons. Oh, <laughs> those ruffians. 
Well, yes, I'm sure I see you've uh, got yourself rude. a trophy there. Uh, yeah, the, can you can you tell us where the party is? The party's in the herbarium. Can you help us get there? Can you tell us how to get there? We seem to become lost. Well, yes, you're, uh, you're going to have to get across the lake to begin with, but Caroline's told me you don't have an invitation, is that right? Well, yes, yeah. that is... Freddie whips out her dirty letter again. <laughs> okay, yes, that, that, that's not an invitation. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, if you don't have an invitation, then the director has you go the long way around. And I'm sure you've seen already that that's quite a trying way to get to the party. It oh. is indeed. We've been tried. <laughs> yes, well, unfortunately, I think you will be tried again. Perhaps several more times before you can get to the party. But I'll do my best to help you. I'll send Trey with you. And he is an excellent scout. Aren't you, Trey? Trey Park. <laughs> he, like, leaps out of her uh, arms and, like, just starts running around your legs very excitedly. <laughs> I feel like for once, though, we are all looking at each other and thinking... We're not the strangest people in this conversation. <laughs> For once. Uh, I like where your head's at. <laughs> Go with that. Uh, Trey uh, has message up to 120 feet. So he can go and scout ahead for you and tell you what he sees. Yes. All right. What's that, Lassie? <laughs> Someone fell down the well? <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Uh, and he will just follow along uh, with you. If you like. I mean, I guess you could be like, hell no, get this dog out of here. No, we're... <laughs> I mean, I don't think I don't think Freddie would let us. No. No. Freddie is into it. She is, like, on the ground, rolling around with Trey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he likes you already. Excellent. <laughs> Before we leave, uh, Bones uh, kind of whispers to, to Mary... Um, Kind of like, so those bones that you have up there, uh, how long, how long did you say they would take to dry? Oh, ah, you are cutting one. I said, if you make it through this, you come back and talk to me. (laughs) We have much to discuss. (laughs) All right. Bones gives her a thumbs up. Bones is happy. Excellent. (laughs) I think the best thing to do uh, in order to get to the herbarium as quickly as possible would be to go across the lake, and I uh, have just the means of transport that I think you need. I hope you're referring to a boat. Oh, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be fun. So she um, she leans down and she pats Trey on the head and she says, take care of these, these four. Uh, they seem like they might need it. And she turns around and she uh, faces the lake and she pulls out of her pocket a very tiny, like, penny whistle that's silver. And she plays a little tune. In the middle of the lake, you see a disturbance beginning. There's a, some bubbling and some rippling of water. And then uh, you see something beginning to emerge from the water. It kind of looks like a stone, maybe, but all of a sudden you see as it comes up out of the water. It's maybe the head of something, but it's on quite a long neck. And then you see its back emerge, 
And then <gasps> you see a, a little flick of a tail. And uh, as it approaches the shore where uh, Mary is playing her little tune, uh, you're pretty sure that's a dinosaur of some kind? <laughs> what? Dinosaur! <Yes. laughs> uh, and uh, so the creature kind of comes up to the shore and you see that it has um, big long flippers. And Mary turns around and she puts her hands on her hips and she says, Ta-da! Do you like him? <laughs> He's a pleasure, You know, I discovered those. <laughs> He's amazing. Does, he, does the dinosaur is it is it a skeleton or is it a flesh dinosaur? It's a flesh dinosaur. It's real. Wow. It's animated. Oh, whoa. It looks friendly though. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> We're going to ride it. Oh yes. Just like a fairy. Oh, Don't worry, he loves taking <gasps> passengers. Fairy is an F-E-R-R-Y or F-A-I-R-Y? <laughs> well, isn't that a good question? All right, all aboard! <laughs> oh, Bones is like, uh, Bones is just like pushing y'all out of the way and she is <laughs> climbing on. She is ready. Yeah, so the plesiosaur goes like, or whatever, and like puts one uh, flipper out like a, gangplank and you can walk up the flipper onto his back and Trey's already there Trey's sitting on its head oh <laughs> it's like Loch Ness yes. monster situation love with Trey it. sitting on its head I love everything about this oh my god amazing okay. Freddie goes up to Mary Anning and says uh starts like shaking her hand very vigorously <laughs> <laughs> oh yes like, darling yes 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 all right okay all right, okay. Oh, goodness, you are dirty, aren't you? All right, well, go, go, love, run along. Well, you've got quite a journey ahead of you. Uh, you know, good luck and all of that. You, Bones, come back and see me. We have a lot of uh, bones to talk about. I <laughs> wink. So I, I will also, I follow after Bones onto the um, plesiosaur, uh, and also when I get there, I say, if you steal anything from Mary Anning. <laughs> I look insulted. But then I wink. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So the plesiosaur sort of shimmies back off the beach and turns around. And with Trey uh, sitting on his head. Uh, you guys cross the lake without incident. It's nice, smooth ride. It's pretty chill. It's a dinosaur. Cool, 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 cool. And he delivers you to the other side of the lake, uh, where you see that the path starts up again, and you hop off onto the beach. You see a path that curves away down to your right, and uh, this path is lined with um, a very very leafy, very luscious, uh, tropical-looking foliage. It's very different mm. from the other side of the lake where it was more like pines and rocks and things. So you've arrived in a totally different part of the garden. Um, and uh, ahead of you, you can see the the foliage sort of starts getting like increasingly bigger. Um, uh, like there's like palmetto that's kind of low to the ground, but then there are like bigger palm trees and viney things and 
I live in the desert. I don't know much about tropical plants. <laughs> you know. Wow. Uh, and it gets sort of thicker and more uh, lush as you as the path uh, winds around to your right. Well, I am very excited because we're finally in a actual jungle. Well, not actual <laughs> jungle, but we're talking about some real plants now. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know. <laughs> I'm from the yeah. tropics. I'm excited There's about bromeliads and plants. like orchids clinging to things, yes. and uh, it's pretty chill. Well, Freddie hops off of the plesiosaur and um, kind of like for Trey to come and follow her, and she hops up onto the path and looks at everyone else and says, "Shall we continue?" We hope that you enjoyed part one of Herbarium Heist. And if you did, be sure that you head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash ladyscience to become a monthly patron. And also please consider leaving us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts so that new listeners can find us. And if you want to find out if your intrepid lady scientists reach the herbarium and bring down Joseph the director, tune in for part two on April 24th. Thank you.